Get your dirty ass feet away from my coffee. <laughs> Jeez, we're just going to jump right into it. Get your dirty ass feet away from my coffee. We are broadcasting here, or not broadcasting, uh, recording right now in the AM, and I made him a delicious cup of coffee. And, and, I, awesome. po- and I post my feet on my table to relax, <laughs> and the first thing he says is, get your dirty feet away from my coffee. Uh, I figure that's the best way to start an episode. Saying, so get your dirty ass feet away from my coffee. They're away. They're away. They're over here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, what is up, uh, Nikki D? Big and tasty peanuts. I have way too many nicknames. I know we've established that, but I have way too many. And I have none still. What, I've not been given well, a nickname. No. Okay. God, I just these thought, are delicious. Right. I just thought of something. So, uh, you know how when I'm at work, I listen to like. Spotify, like comedy and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Or I told you that. Yeah. Uh, there's one, uh, Christopher Titus. Okay. One of his uh, stand-ups when he was uh, practicing karate and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And his master would call him Comedy Boy. <laughs> so, I mean, we could call you Comedy Boy. <laughs> comedy Boy? <laughs> but we got to say it like that. <laughs> comedy Boy. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Um, one of the funniest jokes about names that I heard was from this guy named Benjamin Owen or Owen Benjamin. Uh huh. Messed that up. And <laughs> he talks about how he goes to Starbucks and like, he says like they have to say whatever name is on the cup. Right. So he says his name was Penize. Oh my God. And the guy was like, how do you spell that? He goes, you know how to fucking spell that. <laughs> and then he said, he just waits for his drink to be made. And then when someone comes up, they're like, I got a large coffee for her. Penis. <laughs> and the way he says the joke is so funny because he describes like the guy goes, I got a large coffee for it. And he says the name and he goes, say it. Penis. <laughs> He's like right here. <laughs> That's awesome. No. So I came late to your show last night, which I feel. Yeah. I had a show about. last night at Madhouse Comedy Club. Nick was like, dude, I'm going to come. I'm going to come. We're going to going to watch and support. I was like, dude, sick. Come watch me do stand up. He's like, I'm going to go work out so I can get all buff. I got to look buff for the for the fans. I got to look buff for the people. <laughs> I said, dude, straight up, that's your job. And I get I off stage, so and right as I sit down, I see this big beard walking by this by the window, and it was Nick, and he made literally missed right before my set. But it's still cool, though. That Was was that like your first time? At a comedy club? Yeah. It was probably like second third time but yeah but you had a different you were like sitting with me yeah like at the rail with all the other comics you weren't like in the audience watching right. yeah when you hang out with me you just you, you know i don't the, <laughs> like when i have friends that like um like if you just come with me and like oh i'm gonna come watch you and you're not coming with like saber or anything like that i'm just like dude just come with me we yeah. hang on the back you don't have to do the two item minimum which i mean i'm not that i don't want to support the clubs but you know, I'm, I don't want you to. Little, I don't yeah. want you to buy two <laughs> items if you're just gonna hang out with me. We just hang on the back and we get discounted drinks and we just chill. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But no, next time. What'd you think? Like, what'd you think overall? Because you mentioned last night that you 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 thought you thought about it once before about doing stand up. Yeah, I thought about it because basically my entire act would just be talking about my family. <laughs> but like, why never like? like uh, I don't know. I just I don't know. Like. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't be that hard, especially since, like, I wear a fucking skin-tight-ass singlet in front of, a, like, hundreds of people Yeah. every time I compete. 
I don't know. I don't know. Is it is it like the? Um, I'm just trying to like. I, I I'm always super curious when people say they want to try stand up. I'm always curious, not because I'm like, why would you do stand up? I just I'm just like that's the one thing about comedy. I've I don't know. Really I, I guess it's just one of those like bucket list type deals. Like do it at least once. Say I did it. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, and that's the one thing, and that's the one thing I like. It's like I get tired of hearing people say it, but I don't get tired of hearing people say it. Right. And they're always like, "Dude, that that takes a lot of balls." Because even if you're not funny, people still kind of give you the credit. Like, "Hey, man, like you're not funny, but you got on stage and talked in front of people." Yeah, exactly. That is that's pretty tough. Yeah. And it's it's nerve wracking. And I posted a, a thing on Facebook last night. I said um, the fact that I still get nervous but excited yeah, is that. the reason why I still fucking love stand up. <laughs> like I'm like, my heart's racing. It's like, I don't know. I don't really do drugs. I don't do drugs or anything like that. I know I have a, an occasional cocktail once in a while, but like, man, like right before you go on stage, your heart's racing. Mm-hmm. Like you're like you, you have like this, I get, I get more like anxiety. And like, I told you this last night and it's really weird. I just constantly think to myself, like, do I remember how to make people laugh? And a lot of people are like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? It's like the timing, how to say my jokes, like improvising. Because like it's really fun. It's kind of funny when someone says something to heckle the comic and the comic doesn't say anything good or anything back in general. He yeah. goes, oh, yeah, you. Yeah. And then everything just got really fucking awkward. Because yeah. er- right when you go, hey, don't say that. You're expecting the comic to say something really clever and get back at the guy for heckling him. But he goes, hey, don't do that anyways. And then he goes to his joke. It gets really awkward. People are like, yeah. you're a pussy. Say like something. To, to tell the guy off. <laughs> you have to. You, uh, I used to be really like, oh, you. Now, I honestly, now I just ignore them because, I mean, I only get five minutes a set. Um, yeah, you don't want to spend your five minutes telling that's someone in the audience to fuck off guys uh please 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 if you're if you're new to if you're if power comedy is if this podcast is the one thing that you're kind of like oh wow like i've never thought about that i've never thought about comedians that way i like going to shows but i've never thought about that just we're we're trying so hard to make it so fun for you guys like don't just scream yeah you get the the main people that do it are drunk girls who think they're Super badass. I think they're funny. Yeah. Like when um one of the comics Raul went up, I was so mad because he's doing his set and I can hear this lady in the back. Okay, yeah. So we're gonna do this later. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. So like we'll go at this after this. Yeah. When we're done, we'll we'll go. (laughs) It's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Totes. Like that sounds so much fun. Like yeah, let's do that. And I can hear them discussing their plans after the club, and I'm like, oh my god, these bitches need to shut up. It's super frustrating. And then Mike Kadir, who's really cool. I will, I, I want to bring him on the podcast because he's super. He's such an interesting guy. Yeah. He it's just the way he got into comedy and then like what he does for a living and where he's been in his life that he talks about on stage. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, he was telling me he was on stage. I didn't hear it, and we call the the that where people sit. We call it the pit. Cause literally, you gotta walk downstairs to get into the uh, where the audience sit. Yeah. And he was telling me that like someone's phone was ringing while he was. On stage. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, man. He goes, some guy's phone ringed about three times before he finally turned it off. Huh. Oh, man. So when they tell you in the beginning of comedy shows, guys, no heckling. We're not challenging you to heckle. We're telling you really just shut the fuck up. <laughs> and let us do our shit. And let us do what we do best. <laughs> we'll have to do. Oh, my God. That would be so awesome. We have to get you on an open mic. I can totally get you on. 
nothing major. Like we'll have to do it. Like we'll do it at Madhouse because you would just be doing it in front of like five or six other comics. Cause a lot of people assume that when you do open mics, mm -hmm. it's like in front of these large, large people. It's only large, large people. If you bring large people, like when I yeah. first did it, it was like 30 people, but that's only because I had like friends. I like told a bunch of people at work and a lot of people showed up for my first time to support even people that I barely talked to or like, were like, yeah, I came to watch you. And, um, that's one thing I love. I love when I have friends from like years, like from high school that I don't see anymore. And they like, they finally come watch me do stand up. And they're like, Oh, you're actually kind of funny. Cause <laughs> a lot of people, when they start doing comedy, they're the ones that are like, Oh, my friends told me I was really funny. So I should go on stage. Yeah. My friends never thought I was that funny. Hey, you're right. I have some now. <laughs> I'm funny now because I put an effort into it. But like in high school and stuff like that, I wasn't even the funniest guy in my group. I wasn't even the class clown. I was super quiet in class. Like I never really voiced my opinion. I was never sarcastic until I didn't but get what like the this. What fuck happened? I don't I will. I can tell you exactly what happened. And it's a really dark story. Okay. I don't want to know. Basically, I was super like I was class clown up into junior high and then I got bullied. And then I stopped being funny because I didn't want to say anything. Because every time I said something, every time I tried being funny, this one bully, and, and I got sweet revenge on him years later. I was held back a year. So I went through puberty in seventh grade instead of eighth grade. So, like, I was getting pimples and stuff like that. My voice was changing and cracking. So I got right. made fun of in seventh grade where everyone w went uh, through it at the same time in eighth grade. So everyone yeah. was. But I went, I went out a year early, and he's called me Mr. Pimple because I got one right in the middle my eyes of course yeah thanks fucking puberty for making it like the <laughs> it's it was like a movie like it was right there in the center and it was so big and disgusting it was so big and white and Basically like like a sniper was about to take you out it looked like like it looked like someone developed a white laser and put it on top of my head they're gonna snipe my head off but he's calling me he'd be like yo mr pimple yo mr pimple and i'm like oh my god and i hate it really just like at least he had the the courtesy to call you Mr. Pimple. He could have just called you Pimple. See, now as an adult, I realize that he wasn't being mean. He's just being mis he's being very respectful. Yeah. Hey, you got a pimple, but I'm gonna call you Mr. Pimple. Yeah. But in eighth grade, who wants to fucking be called Mr. Pimple? <laughs> no one. And so I, every time I would try to be funny in class, he'd be like, "Shut up," and everyone would laugh. And that's when I learned that humor isn't. Look at me. I'm being a child and I'm being funny. It goes to who can be the biggest dick to the other person, but yep. tastefully. Yep. And then when I went to high school and uh, I want to uh, like the biggest person that changed my perspective around on how to take things. I was super sensitive was my friend, Anthony, mm -hmm. my friend, Anthony. I met him sophomore year in high school and he would just pick on me, pick on me, pick on me. And I was and I would really get so mad. Finally, he pulled me aside in, in high school and he goes, dude. I'm only picking on you because we're friends and I don't want you to be a little bitch. If I'm, if I don't like you, I'm not making fun of you. So just realize that I like you. So I'm making fun of you. Oh, he don't has be a crush a, on you. <laughs> he was like, don't be a girl. And I was like, okay. And after that, I stopped being a little, little bitch and just started taking it and then giving it back. No homo. <laughs> I say it and it's such a serious topic but I say it and all of a sudden yeah so damn what was the first comedian you've ever seen like I like my first comedian that I ever saw like on stage stage was Dave Chappelle and it was a DVD that I actually have still that my dad has first comedian like live or just on TV on TV wow. I didn't see my first live comedian until I was like 23 
I think the first one that I ever, ever saw was actually Jeff Dunham. Oh, my God. I remember Jeff Dunham. And I actually um, I had the peanut stuffed animal. Oh really? I had it. Yeah. Is it because um, your name was? Is it because your name was Peanut? Well, and see, so basically, your, does your mom name you after a doll? No. That's creepy. Dickwad. Anyway. <laughs> no. Dude, so, you gotta be Peanut for Halloween next year. Ain't gonna. Happen. And I'll be Jeff Dunham, and I'll just walk and we'll put. Why, like so a, you can put your hand up my ass? That's just weird. Hey man, fucking. Uh, that's that's weird. Uh, no homo, but I mean, uh, it's, it's kind of. I'm gonna fist. I'm gonna fist the fuck out of you. Anyways, so I was actually, in my head, I was thinking of just putting a little pocket on your back inside my hand and have it just caressly sit on your back like a puppet, not really have it up your ass. But I mean, you know, whatever your preference is. Oh, my God. We'll talk details when it gets to that time. Okay. No, so my mom actually saw Jeff Dunham in Tucson, and this was before he got, like, really big. Oh, nice. That's the best. So his dolls uh, basically looked like he just put them together like that day so they so. looked shitty that's and sick. she actually she got a stuffed animal and had him sign the uh the shoe oh really yeah but now i don't know i don't know whatever happened to that stuffed animal maybe your mom still has it i doubt it my mom does that i'll have like a i'll have something that i had when i was a kid that i really liked and i think i lost it and i mentioned to my mom i'm like mom like, do you remember this toy that I had? Like, the stuffed animal? And I was like, yeah, I still have it. I'm like, what do you mean you still have it? She goes, oh, yeah, it's in my chest. She has, like, this weird chest that she puts. I mean, it's kind of like. I think every parent has a weird chest. See, but here's the thing, though, and this is what I love. I, I'm, like, my mom has me and my little brother, but for a long time, I was her only kid. My steps living for, for my dad's first marriage. And uh, I think every parent that has a chest that keeps monuments from your childhood Mementos. Mementos. Monuments. Sorry, not monuments. Oh my God. Anyways. Yep, it's early. <laughs> Mementos from when you're growing up. And if someone just found that on the side of the road, they would think, oh my God, there's a murder on the loose. There's teeth. <laughs> there's hair. There's this weird umbilical cord thing. There's human flesh uh. in here. That would be such a funny joke. Oh my god, I'm gonna write that one down. That's gonna be funny. So are we gonna get into our new segment? The fun facts? Yeah. I was thinking of doing that a little bit later on. Oh. Kind of like how we ended it last time with uh the would you rather. It's I did honestly I just downloaded an app on my phone that's gonna give us fun daily facts that are a lot better than um like no offense to Google, but uh, I don't really give a <laughs> fuck about how many people were at the Olympics in nineteen eighty four. I want to know some good shit. But it's kind of interesting. Interesting, yes. <laughs> but, but. Did you know a male monkey masturbates at least six times a day? What? A male monkey, wait, a male monkey masturbates six times a day. Mm-hmm. So that means if you go to the zoo. Do you realize I just made that shit up? <laughs> <laughs> but Whoa. you believed it. <laughs> All right. You know what, guys? You literally just heard Nick's first joke, and I think we just designed you an opener. <laughs> what? Make up random shit? No. That would be... <laughs> okay, here, okay, here's the thing. About jokes, right? You said that, right? And that's the thing. Here's the thing. I, 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 I always think it's so cool when I find people that make a joke, like actually make the setup and all this stuff. And like, 
here comes like a big comedy nerd thing. I actually was recommended to me my going in after my first year doing comedy. This guy recommended this book to me um, that I downloaded on my iPad and I read, and it was super interesting. Uh-huh. Um, it's pretty much about the science of comedy and like how to do it. Like, like if you ever thought, hey, I think I'm gonna, I want to try stand up. I would honestly be like, here's my iPad. Bring it back to me in three days. Read this book and let me know what you think. Because what it is, when it comes to like, and I'm a communications major, so like this to me is like isn't like oh I think it's more to me. It's like I'm I'm naturally no I'm like naturally designed to like make outlines. Yeah. So I know how to like put in the intro or like an attention getter or whatever. So you're fat, you're for the joke build up. And this is, I know people are going to be like, this is so boring, but anyone who's ever thought, oh, I wonder how these comedians make their jokes. This is a little insight on how we do it. So, and your joke is a perfect example, perfect example. So what was the line? Did you know a male monkey masturbates at least six times a day? Boom. There's the setup. Now the thing is, the, the science behind jokes is you say the first line and it makes us and makes us think of the image because I first thing I thought about was a monkey at the zoo <laughs> jerking off because everyone knows that. But yeah, we interpret it as you we think you're going to go in this direction. You're going to talk about monkeys. But then you say, I just made that up. And then it, it crushes our expectations because we're expecting you to go this way. But then you hang a right. And it's all of a sudden it's like, oh my god, I wasn't expecting him. Oh, that was fake. I actually believed him. And that's what and that's and that little part right there is what creates laughter. Like the the prime joke that stuck to me is uh, is oh nice one. Right. Um, yeah, at least I took the mic away. Yeah, that no, that was really good. <laughs> that was a really good one. I have to burp too, but it's that not that but chi- I'm kind of um <laughs> That was that chai latte. <laughs> yeah, no. It's uh, the joke that stood out to me was my grandfather died peacefully in his sleep, mm-hmm. but the kids in the bus wouldn't stop screaming. Yep. So I thought that was good. So that's good. I, I, my I think- mom had that bumper sticker for a while on her fridge. What? It actually said, I want to die peacefully in my sleep like my grandpa, not yelling and screaming like the passengers in his car. That's funny. That's a good bumper sticker, which... Also raises the question, why is your mom have a bumper sticker on her fridge? That's just what we did. It's two song. Pretty much. You guys in Arizona are crazy. Mm-hmm. Talking about masturbating monkeys and working at strip clubs. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are a bunch of crazy. <laughs> you guys are a bunch of nuts over there. <laughs> now mix the two, masturbating monkeys at strip clubs. I had a really awkward mo- uh, moment at my job the other night. I had a guest. Which one? Prep kitchen. Uh, I had a guest um, that... Did that lady try to kiss you again? No, that not not Suzanne. No, <laughs> uh, which I'm pretty sure now, especially with all the sexual assaults coming out, I'm pretty sure I was sexually assaulted in my cheek. Oh my god! She kissed me on the cheek, but she went back for another one for on my lips, and I didn't want it. Like I said, <laughs> no, and she kept gripping me in. She was like Harvey Weinstein, just like, please, please, just let me kiss the lips. Just bring it in. Just come on. And she kissed both my cheeks, and I'm like, okay, Suzanne. Like, never thought about hitting an old lady before. But <laughs> I was but afraid. But it crossed your mind. <laughs> I was being sexually assaulted. I was afraid. I needed to defend myself. I need an adult. <laughs> my manager wasn't there. My manager didn't come and support me, and I don't know what I'm going to do with my life now. I'm f- scarred. This happened 50 years ago, and now I'm bringing it up. Anyways. I don't know why I'm talking about you're, that. You're kind of over dramatic, aren't you? Trying to. That's another thing about comedy. You got to be a little over dramatic. Mm, you got it down packed. 
I always I used to tell comedians I would meet when I, when I thought I was this great mentor uh, to new comics in my scene in my house on my uh, house in my uh, hometown <laughs> at my house. Yes, we did comedy at my house. We uh, I used to tell them, like, hey, when you think of stories, like be over dramatic, which now I know it's not being over dramatic. It's just staying in the moment and just mm-hmm. wor- really just working that part that's making people laugh. But yeah. I was uh, I feel like I'm talking a lot this cast. You kind of are. Well, well, we're talking about uh, comedy. I really want I, do, I really do want to get you on on an open mic. But my awkward moment, though, to finish that story really quick was um, the lady was like, oh, I have a couple allergies and. She ordered, um, she ordered something was uh, which I don't think I think it's so weird when people say they have allergies after they order their food. It's like, yeah. all right, well now we gotta go back and fucking fix everything. <laughs> she goes, oh, and by the way, I have a couple of allergies, and I don't know why. It was the first dairy, gluten, are the first two allergies that you should probably address or like ask them. Now in my head, for some reason, I'm like, oh, do you have a nut allergy? And when I said it, I felt so bad. I felt so awkward because to a woman and I just, and my mind went straight dirty and I was just like, oh, you have a nut allergy? Are you allergic to nuts? And then she's like, no, I'm allergic to dairy. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, we can make that dairy free. Oh, shit. And I walked away. I don't think she got the joke, but I definitely said it. Because she was kind of worried for her life i hate that i hate when i say things <laughs> like oh do you want me to take it out for you and then i'm like oh my god why did i just say that <laughs> want me to take it? <laughs> i would say not, the same shit. it's not would you like me to bring your food to you miss it's do you want me to take it out for you and i'm like oh my god I'm embarrassed <laughs> oh i would say it and not even think twice about it zero fucks so you want to do three minutes or you want to do a five minute set Ooh. Just so you know. I don't know if I can do five minutes. Just so you know, it goes like that. I feel like five minutes would feel like an eternity. I would look no. at my watch and be like, what the fuck? Five minutes feels like two minutes, and three minutes feel like you're up there for 30 seconds. No, I'd go up there, just straight up stare at my watch. I used be, to do that. Be like. I used to put a timer on my phone. No, no, the, this is what I'd say. I'd just look at my watch, be like. All right, so I got like four and a half more minutes. I'm just going to stand here. And then I'd actually start doing shit. Not funny? Okay, cool. No. <laughs> Thank you for that awkward look. That 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 just boosted my self-esteem, you fuck. There you go. That's picking on the crowd. That's good. Keep going. I want to I know what else you <laughs> no. want to say. <laughs> I can't do it right now. Well, I don't know. Like, What other ideas? Like, What things about your family would you want to... What do you know. want to talk about? We put the fu in dysfunctional. I don't know what. Which That's one? pretty good. <laughs> That's good. That's a catchy like phrase. I don't know. No, honestly, I I'd have to actually, I'd have to actually like sit down and think of shit. Mm-hmm. So. Well, the thing is, it's like uh, when you're on stage, it's like you just you can just talk about whatever you want. You kind of have to like. She'd hate me for it, but I'd probably talk about Sabra. You have to. I, yeah, and I, I'm kind of obligated to. <laughs> I have like I have stuff about Jess. <laughs> it's been like it's I've gotten pretty good at it. Where it's now a crutch. Where like if I if I like don't want to try new material, or I don't feel comfortable. You just pull that. If I feel like the crowd's kind of dying, I whip out. Oh yeah, so I have a girlfriend, and she's half Mexican, half white, and all of a sudden, the laughs start rolling in, and I gain momentum. Yeah. 
Like, do you have any, like, uh... Sarah goes straight ghetto, though. What do you mean? Like, she's also half Mexican. But that half Mexican turns into full Mexican in, like, 2.2 seconds. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, what does she do? That's, like, full Mexican. She starts rolling her R. She starts talking way faster. She basically, like, fucking... Sabra goes bye-bye, and then fucking... What's a good Mexican name? I can't even think. Guadalupe? Guadalupe comes out. And is like, Ay, Dios mío, I'm going to cut you. Like, just that shit. It's like her, like, her. Like, it just snaps. She becomes like the Hulk, but female Hulk. Yes. But with the spatula and, yeah, tamales. Throwing them at you? Just throwing them. Dude, yeah. Oh, and her engagement ring, she uses that as, like, a fucking dagger. Like, she'll. <laughs> she uses the gift you gave her yeah. to cut you. <laughs> Pretty much. She's like, you motherfucker. And then she starts, like, slash, slash. <laughs> no, she. So I was. She, use, she uses it as a housemaid shank. Pretty much. Like, if you ever see the ring and there's, like, hair or skin inside of it, you know where it's from. It's like, hey, your ring's kind of dirty. Hmm. Why, is, why, is Nick, uh, why is Nick all. Why is Nick on the ground dead? Don't ask questions. All of a sudden, a freaking ring to my neck. Shink! Right. That would be the one murderous weapon no one would ever think. True. Where's the ring? No one knows. Or no, you just see like a fucking (laughs) six-point star in my temple. (laughs) Just like an indent. (laughs) I'm like, what is that? It looks like a a pimple. No, it's a diamond indent. Where's Sabra? No one knows. It's like your cheeks all puffy. I'm like, somebody in the face and there's a little indent of like a diamond. I'm like, is that a fucking diamond in your cheek? <laughs> is that jewelry? It's like, no, it's an indent. I got punched in the face. Dude, we should do like a a buddy comedy thing. Don't they do that? Like a group comic type deal thing? Like with podcasting? No, 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 no. Like on stand up. Yeah, sometimes they'll, um, a lot of people like, like for podcasters, they'll do live podcasting where they'll do this, they'll record and be funny and interact with the crowd. Or, um, some people, uh, will do like groups, you know, that's more like improvising and, um, uh, like improvs, like, like yes. And, and all that. Um, and there are comics who are specifically, like they do it with another person. Like there's actually a group of comics that just made a Hodge Netflix. twins. Hodge twins are yeah. one, uh, which I want to see them. They're funny as hell. They were just at American Comedy Co. A I know. Months ago. I wanted to see them so fuck. That was before bad. you and I like became like good good friends. Next time they roll through, we'll have to go see we them. We have to go. And I'll, and I got the hookups because I know the comics that work there too. Well, but and plus they got both of what we <laughs> power comedy. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know Hodge twins are a pretty good example. Yeah, they're like. Yo, man. <laughs> Do you ever see any of their new videos? I've, I've new watched videos, their like older ones. Their new videos. So basically, YouTube has been like, um, and that right there was five minutes, by the way. Out of the five minutes, when you're talking about Sabra, you did about, on your own, probably about two minutes and 30 seconds. So if you did a three-minute set, and I'm just putting this in retrospect for you on yeah. time, because I recommend five minutes as over three-minute sets. For a five-minute set, you still have two more minutes to kind of talk about Sabra and have more leeway and not feel rushed. Yeah. If you did 
three minutes that you would have saw that light and you would have you would not know when you had a minute left you would just be like oh okay i gotta go guys you'd be only doing two minutes so with doing five minutes set when you see the light usually it's okay you have one minute left and and that's when you, you as a comic you have to time things down and really have to like think to yourself okay i got one minute mm-hmm. start wrap up any joke that you got unless you know you got a joke that's a quick one-liner like yeah. the monkey one would be a good like one-liner joke like, I'm going to leave you guys on this on this one fun fact. Like, Daniel Tosh has one in one of his stand-ups. It's, here's a fun fact. Kangaroos can't jump backwards. I don't know. Yeah, he goes, he goes, kangaroos can't jump backwards. He goes, it's not a joke, but now you learn something. So next time you're in Australia and a kangaroo's fighting you, you're like, get behind him. But it's like small stuff like that. But and I, as first-time comics, I always recommend – five minute sets because when you see the light you don't know how to gauge your one minute so a lot of comics would be like all right well that's my time thanks guys and then you put the mic down and you ruin in reality you have like 30 seconds left which yeah. isn't very much but yeah because that 30 seconds feels like yeah two and see in your thing about saber going full mexican is different than when jess goes full mexican i say jess has all the strengths of the mexican woman but on the weaknesses like she cooks she cleans but she doesn't beat me with the sandal I say chancla on stage. She's but. beaten me with a chancla maybe twice. Nice. That's <laughs> enough. She's. I can see Sabra being the girlfriend where you, you like talk shit in the store and she's going to like pull you in. She's going to be like, wait until we get to the car. She's done that before. And I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. She's done that before. Does she speak Spanish? No. Uh, Spanglish. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like hardcore Spanglish. I got I I you're like guys these meal. Yeah. No, that was good. I I was laughing. I think if we sit down and that's my favorite thing. And that's something that I don't have as much down here than I do back home, which hmm. what makes me miss my comic friends back home. What? Is we would meet up like this. Not podcast, but we would meet up and we would just talk shit. And we talk about bits. I'd be like, "I have a new bit, Nick," and I would tell you my story and you would either tell me yes, no. <laughs> that was it. Or eh. You, yeah, I mean, sometimes you'd be like, mm, I can see where you're going, but I think you should do this. And then a lot of things, it's the perspective. Yeah. Hey, man, like you should think like your your perspective on Saber being half Mexican is she beats me with a sandal. She throws tamales at me, <laughs> which is very racially insensitive. But I think it'd be great because I fucking love tamales. Who doesn't love tamales? I don't know. Fucking like... communists. <laughs> bastards, probably people who I don't God like tamales. Commies. I'm like, I'm like, well, I we can't be friends anymore. And they're going to be like, why not? I'm like, because I learned not to have these kind of people in my life. If you don't like tamales, we can't be friends. I'm so sorry. Want to know what's funny, though? She's half Mexican, Mm -hmm. but she's vegan. Uh, So she, what? So she, wait. So with veganism, can you you have tamales? I mean, not cheese tamales, but you can make like a veggie tamale. Yeah, but it's not the same. It's not the same. And that's it, the thing. It really yeah, isn't. but being vegan is like a super major handicap in life. <laughs> like, like she's going to hear this and be like, you guys fucking okay, suck. Okay, you know what? No, <laughs> F that. I got a perfect. I've been working in restaurants for way too long. Yeah. I get that question more now being in La Jolla, California. Oh, I get that. God. Of just, of just, if no one knows is what La Jolla is. vegan? Oh my God. So, like, I'm a vegan, but. <laughs> What do you have on the menu that's not vegan? Man, this is a steakhouse. <laughs> we murder 
animals behind closed doors. This is not the place for you. I would recommend you get up and leave. You hear that high pitched squeal? Yeah, they're making bacon right now. Like, it's like, yeah, that's your dinner being killed, killed right now. Why? When I, before I moved down to San Diego, I worked at a steakhouse, and I swear, I swear, I wanted to hit people so bad. Yep. Five people. I get a five top. Four of them: ribeye, ribeye, fillet, pork chop. Um, hi. I'm like, oh fuck, shit. I know what the <laughs> um high means. Yes, ma'am. What can I help you? Um, what do you have options for vegetarians? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, she's vegetarian, not vegan. I'm sorry. Oh, she's vegetarian. Yeah. Oh well, I'm still gonna tell you my vegan idea that I have. That I think if we can do this, mm-hmm. we would make a fuck ton of money. <laughs> and I'm saying this now, so no one steal my idea. I'm patenting it. I want to find someone who designs apps. I think this would be. This is actually a genuine, really good idea for vegans. And we charge like three dollars for the app, and that's it, and that's it. And we and, and then Facebook would buy it, and Facebook would use that app, implement it with their thing, or or Yelp could buy it. That'd be pretty cool. So the idea of Yelp, basically. Oh, by the way, like you know, fuck vegetarians. Uh, <laughs> if and uh, not not if you are a vegetarian, that's sick. I've actually been debating about trying it, but don't do it. Don't go to a steakhouse if you know you're vegetarian. <laughs> Just enjoy the salad. You know why? Just enjoy the side salad. Because you're going to get sides and you're going to get a salad mm-hmm. or steamed veggies. Go to a cafe that is makes these amazing, such flavorful stuff. Like our, like at Prep Kitchen, our vegetarian op- uh, option is a roasted cauliflower. It's a half-roasted cauliflower head with some hummus, chickpeas, butternut, uh, uh, sweet potato, and naan. Oh, it's so good. Where's the bacon? No bacon. <laughs> some people, have, I found people who got it and be like, ah, chicken, do it. And I'm like, hell yeah, we're going to rock and roll with that chicken to this bad boy. Yep. But uh, my vegan idea, so it's an app on your uh-huh. phone, right? I don't know what I'm going to call it, but let's say, for example, a hypothetical, you're vegan, Nick. You go to this restaurant. You're immediately going to look, is there vegan options here, mm-hmm. right? Or if you're with someone who else is vegan, vegan couple, um, which just, you know, which just screams, uh, everyone look at us where you need attention. <laughs> if you get into a group of vegans, it's, it's oh, that'd be funny too. I'm going to say that one for later. <laughs> but it's an app. You click on it's like Yelp, but it's for vegans. And what it is, it's a it's a designed to be a small community for vegans to communicate with other vegans about vegan options for restaurants. So, for example, there's way too many vegan in that one sentence. I know, but for example, at the lot, do you right. know what we have for vegan options? Yeah, it's um, fucking that buffalo cauliflower, and then no. What? Not the buffalo cauliflower because there's cross contamination. Could we fry our chicken breast in the fryer and we fry the cauliflower? So technically, that'd be cross contamination. Some vegans, I I don't know how strict it is. I'd have to really look into the diet. But ooh, people are gonna be pissed. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, if well, that's more like I think that might be more for like vegetarians. Maybe vegans might be okay with it because it's like it's just oil. It's not like they're cooked with the chicken. Or, I don't know. And that might be okay, but I always tell them that I don't know if that's an if I don't know if that's how hardcore you are. Some vegans right. are like, nah, that'll be okay. Like I'm cool with that as long as they get like fries and with that. As long as they're not eating the product, and they're fine. Some vegans are like, oh, I can't have it be anywhere near it. Um, 
which is dumb because it's all cut in the same thing. It's cutting board and stuff like that. Right. But I digress. So you, you go to the lot, for example. Mm-hmm. You look on the app, the lot. You click on it, and there are people that have posted, and it's up there like Yelp. Instead of the menu, it will say vegan options, and it will have every single vegan option available. Sides, and it will have the dish, and then it will say it will have the dish, and it will have a list of the um, custom changes you have to do for it to be vegan. So, for example, guacamole is vegan. The hummus would be vegan. Or you do the hummus, and then it's at the bottom, it would say no non sub extra veggie. So when the waiter comes up, you don't need to ask him that question. You just look at them, and you're like, I'll take the hummus, no non sub extra veg. The guy would be like, okay, yeah, we can definitely do that. Perfect. You're not look like to me like an idiot. You're not going to be a problem for the server. The server is going to be like, whoa, how'd you know our menu? That's awesome. It's going to be an easy, smooth transition. It's almost going to be seamless, seamlessly. I can't even say Seamlessly. Seam, thank you. That it's almost like having a normal interaction at restaurants. And I know that's kind of weird to say a normal interaction because, you know, they're, but it's you're when you're a vegan, some guy at my work. It's never normal. It's not normal. Some guy at my work was like, I'm thinking about becoming a vegan. Do you recommend that? I was like, no. Do you hail Satan? That's really funny. <laughs> There, uh, he's. I think I want to become a vegan. I was like, I. My only recommendation: if you're gonna become a vegan, don't come to restaurants. He was like, <laughs> he was like, and I was working, and he's like, what? And I was like, I'm gonna be honest with you. And he's, and he was a cool regular. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm like, when I have vegans come in, it, it's super difficult. I always feel bad because we never have anything good. So, sorry, I I just thought about this. So, there's this place next to my house called Native Foods. Uh huh. It's like all vegan food and everything like that, vegetarian, this and that. Uh, and Saber actually took me over there. I've already, I've already knew it was there, driven by it. I thought it was like, you know, just it's basically in my mind for whatever reason. I thought it was like an Indian restaurant or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. How? Why is that? When you go to vegetarian or vegan option uh, restaurants, they always feel like they're Indian restaurants. I don't know. They just get that vibe. But we go in, and I'm like, what is this place? She's like, oh, it's a like a vegan, vegetarian type place. And I was like, why am I here? Do they even <laughs> have bacon as an option on the menu? Right. Nick walks up. <laughs> I'll take anything that you have that resembles meat and tastes like meat, put it on a platter. So, okay, here's where I felt deceived. And they have turkey bacon. Lied to no no oh, no. Oh, they can't even have turkey bacon. No, yeah, it, it's turkey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just your, it's turkey. <laughs> no, so they had wings that straight up tasted like chicken tenders, but it wasn't fucking chicken. What? I felt so what is this sorcery? Like honestly, I didn't know how to feel. I went back home, but sat in a corner, and rocked back and forth. But was it? <laughs> Dude, well, it but was what, actually good. But what was it though? I don't know. It's like some. Fr- I still don't know. Wait, wait. So did did it say chicken tenders, not the chicken? I, she ordered it. She ordered it. She, she was like, "Trust me, you'll like it." We get back to my house. Son of a bitch! I actually liked it. <laughs> oh, it was man. good. But okay, okay. You gotta I, go in more detail. What was like the texture like? It was like it was. Like chicken, dude. Like when you bite into it, did it? You know how like chicken has like that. Yeah, it had. Like, I don't know how to explain it without saying that meat quality of it. But no, like, no, no, but like I know what you're talking about. The graininess yeah. and like how you can kind of chew on it, and you're like, 
<laughs> your face. You guys can't see, yeah. but Nick his eyes wide open. He's shaking yes. Like I'm like, I looked at this. I was like, what the fuck? I'm, okay, you know what? I'm going to look this place up on Yelp. What is it called? Native Foods. Native Foods. I have to yeah. check this out, man. Like, it was... Honestly, it was really fucking good. Like I, it, it's expensive, obviously, because it's vegan. Ah, um, uh, froze crans or Balboa? Balboa. There's two of them. There's two. Oh my god, that sow looks so <laughs> bomb. What is it? Was it fried? I think so. Because I'm seeing this amazing looking like like sandwich, but it looks like bacon. But I don't think that's bacon. Right. Wait a minute. Like you feel lied to a little bit just by looking Wait at the a website. Minute. That looks just like chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. That looks like tacos. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. You might have actually gotten chicken tenders. Hang on. <laughs> Where's the menu? Where's the menu on this? I need to <laughs> explore the menu. Yes, please. I need to see this because this shit looks <laughs> just like chicken. Full menu. No party menu. Fuck that. Like straight up, dude. Fried fried cauliflower. That sounds bomb. Native nachos. Native chicken wings. Mm, that's what I got. Native chicken wings made you made just the way you like them, crispy and grilled, naked, or with your choice of sauce, buffalo or Thai chili cilantro, served with a side of creamy ranch. Yep. But it's not chicken? I guess not. Located in the popular Target shopping center. Oh, this is like by Target. Yeah. It's like right next to my house. What? Yeah, dude. I I felt lied to and deceived and Oh, here we go. I, someone uh, someone posted on Yelp last year about what it is. Um So it's near you, right? It's not chicken. It's uh chicken, it's uh in quotes, chicken. It's made of soy, wheat, and pea protein. It's free of cholesterol, trans, and saturated fat. Gluten-free chicken wings. Uh, yeah, wow, it's made out of uh, soy. Dude, they look... Wow. Right. I know I'm making like a big deal about this, but they it kind of looks like a fried egg roll. Yeah. Huh. You know, I saw that, and I thought about it, and I kind of want to try it now. Because I thought about going so like with... I mean, it's it's not bad, and especially like... You know, with with me, and I actually talked to Saber about this too, like fucking soy, like eating too much of it, like you get... Man titties. Yeah. So, since I don't eat too much of it, thank uh, you. Like, oh man, how long ago was it? Five, six months ago, uh, Jess and I decided we're going to cut bread and dairy out of our diet, and we did it for like a couple months. So, for my coffee, I was like, okay, well, I hate almond milk. Uh, I love, okay, I love almond milk, but I hated my coffee. I hate having coffee and almond taste. I don't know why. It's not appealing to me. So I started drinking soy milk. I started having like soy lattes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And the barista was like, you know, if you drink too much soy, uh, you're going to grow man titties, right? (laughs) I was having one like one day, one every other day. Right. Sometimes two a day if I had to work doubles. And I was like, what? And I didn't know this about soy. He goes, yeah, soy's full of estrogen and it will give you straight up man titties. Yeah. But that's only if you, like, take in too much of it. Like, if you're ingesting soy, like, on a daily basis, 24-7 type shit, then, yeah, you're going to get man titties. I don't want man titties. I'm trying I, to get rid of my man titties. I've already got man titties. I don't give a fuck anymore. They're not man titties, okay? They're called pecs. Eh, no, there's there's titty there. If you call out a guy on the street and said, hey, dude, you got some man titties, he goes, no, they're called pecs. He's insecure. 
<laughs> see me, I'd be like, no, nope. <laughs> they tits. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn, I forgot to post my workout video yesterday. I'm f- fucking slacking. Slacker. Oh, man. Anyways, again with the random nonsense of veganism. But no, that's that my. Sounds, that sounds like a fucking religion. Veganism? Veganism. Uh, are you Christian or Jewish? No, no I'm, I'm veganism. veganism. <laughs> I worship the. I worship the. Um, <laughs> the vegan god of Cthulhu. The vegan god of Cthulhu. <laughs> oh my god, talking about. I thought I talked to someone about Cthulhu. Did you? <laughs> I brought it up to them. I was like, "Yeah, my buddy Nick says something about Cthulhu." They're like, "I know who Cthulhu is." I'm like, "Yeah, you're probably just as big as an idiot than he is." Hey, if you believe Cthulhu is real, you dick. That was funny. So, so Saber actually said that I was stupid for that <laughs> after she listened. Hey, it was an interesting myth to read about, but it is Cthulhu. I totally forgot about that until I know. <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about, check out uh, episode Megalodon. A- That's what the episode's on. So, is it? Yeah, it's the Megalodon episode. We talked about Megalodon. We talked about um, you don't Loch Ness know. Monster. And we talked about... Um, what else did we talk about? We talked about uh, Cthulhu. <laughs> Cthulhu. Dude, I want donuts. You know what? I, I know it's random as fuck, but I want donuts. Speaking of veganism, <laughs> we want donuts. I thought about becoming, did I tell you that? I thought about becoming a vegetarian because I really wanted to like lose weight. Don't but I also it. want to see if I can do it. But Don't do it. Yeah. It's a trap. The one thing I did cut out, out of my diet, not entirely, but I don't have it as much as I used to, hmm. red meat. You work at a steakhouse. I had red meat every week, like multiple times a week. I'm trying to think. When was the last time I had red meat? And now I have more like pork and and yeah, because well, because like I've been having pork tenderloin. I haven't had chicken a whole just because like my last meat prep was nothing but chicken and rice. So I haven't had really any chicken because I'm like scarred from chicken, but. When you when you mass produce for meal prepping, do you just throw all your chicken in the oven, or do you individually pan sear like a bunch of chicken? I got uh, George Foreman that. Oh, I saw your video yeah. on Instagram. Literally, like two days after we talked about the George Foreman grill, mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh yeah, it's- <laughs> yeah, buddy, yeah." So no, and she actually got that for Valentine's Day for me last year. <laughs> it was it George Foreman? Yeah. Well, so- the best way to get to the Nick's heart is through his stomach. <laughs> Ain't that the fucking truth? Um, but yeah, no, I basically, however much that I can fit on that is what I'll grill at one time. So I can fit pork tenderloin if they're cut, um, a certain way. I can do like five or six on that thing at one time. Nice. And it cooks really well. Cause we will spend like 25 bucks and we get like, like 20 pieces of chicken breast. I mean, you get a ton, yeah. you go to Costco. So I was wanting to start putting Dude, them on get a sheet. The, the big ass bag. We do get the big ass pack. The the bag? The bag? Yeah, dude. There's like a 10 pound bag of chicken that you can get in the freezer section. It's maybe. It's like it's like it's like two breasts and they're all individually packaged and it's like a giant block of frozen chicken. No? Pack? Giant bag. Bag? Bag. Of skinless, boneless chicken breast. Really? At Costco? 20 bucks. 20 bucks. We're, we're fucking up. 
We're buying. We're buying this good. You're doing qual- Costco all wrong. We're getting the prepackaged two breasts, and you're like get the bag, bro. Yeah. Get, just get the fucking bag of chicken. Yeah. Yeah. The guys behind Costco, dude, ten bucks. Puts <laughs> in a garbage bag, and you take it home, bro. Best you can ever in your life, man. It's not a fucking drug deal. <laughs> Sometimes you might get salmonella, bro, but the price it's is totally worth it. Worth it. <laughs> Go behind Costco. Tell him Nick sent you. Tell him you need the fucking B the B Dubs special. Oh God! He puts a bunch of stuff in the bag. It looks like a trash bag. I know. I understand. Just take it. <laughs> go home. Dude, the fucking pork tenderloin is like probably this this long. It's big, dude. It's it's big and it was it's thick too, dude. Uh, maybe that's so, actually see what I I I've been I, I think get, I paid like. 10 bucks for that see i've been wanting to get um salmon and start eating more salmon because i love salmon yeah fucking expensive oh yeah dude fish is like four or five pounds of salmon is like 20 something 30 dollars i'm like mm-hmm. fuck that like sh- she got tilapia i can't bottom remember. feeder fishes I don't, I don't know what she paid for that i want to say tilapia like- is super cheap i used to get fresh caught tilapia and still it was is uh, i just don't like it yeah it's like if I go to a restaurant and get tilapia, that's different because they'll cook it right. But me, it just tastes like shit. You got to put so much seasoning in it, and you got to do so much prep for it to like yeah. make it taste good. Oh, by the way, she wanted me to throw something at your head because she oh thinks iPhone sucks. Oh, by the way, I totally, ha- I totally am gonna bring up. I totally not gonna bring up what I fucking heard at work. What? Oh, and and, and yeah. what I and what What'd I'm gonna you hear? Start, and what I'm gonna start. And which which work though? And w- at the lot. And what I. What would, did you hear? What I would do to retaliate from Hugo. What? What? What I would retaliate, which would cause World War Three, but it's what I'm willing to to do if this. What happens. did he say? Because half the time, what he says is total. Okay, but before we get to that, I'm gonna address this real quick. Why does Saber want to throw something ahead because of, of iPhones? Yeah. Why? What iPhone does she have? No, she doesn't. Okay, then why why she want to throw something in my head? Because I had to spend a whole fucking day at the iPhone or the Apple store like a week and a half ago. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you don't get the newest iPhone. The, no, that's not what the issue was. The issue, okay, what was the issue with your phone again? It was wait, did we talk about this already? I don't remember. Just bring it up real quick and I'll remember. I don't remember either. Uh, we did talk about this, but I forgot though. It was like in a constant state of like reboot. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, shoot, dude. When you're on iPhone 10, you still have the iPhone 5. I mean, when you're five generations behind, I don't know what else to tell you. Shut up. That's like getting a car that's like five years old and the transmission starts messing up and you're like, I fucking hate Toyota. Why is Toyota always messing up? It's just, you got an older phone. But I, Androids have just as much problems as iPhones, they overheat. The battery dies. Um, no, it was funny. My mom. You, you know what? You know what? Here's this for Sabra. Um, you're talking <laughs> so much shit about an iPhone. An iPhone never blown up on a plane. How about that? You don't, you don't go to LAX and it says, by the way, if you yeah. have this Samsung phone, you need to throw it away before you go on the plane because it will blow up in the air. Dude, you're, you're stepping into some like. Pawn to E5. Your move. Oh. I will defend iPhone to the day I die. An iPhone writer. She gonna fight you. Go for it. I'm not half Mexican, but I grew up in the culture. <laughs> okay, now go on to what what kind of Vamos here. What kind of bullshit was Hugo saying? Hugo said that even if I made it through the month with not shaving my beard and I did the challenge, you're still gonna make me wear the singlet. Yeah. That you're gonna force me to wear your singlet, even if I win. And I told him. I said, well, you tell Nick 
that if Nick brings it up, you tell him for me. You know, I'll see him before you, but you fucking tell him if he brings it up <laughs> that if he does that, I'm going to take my one blade, no clip, straight razor, straight blade, fully charged. Now I'm going to get him from behind and I'm going to shave off a chunk of his beard. Hmm. An eye for an eye. It only, se- not, it only seems logical. It's not the same, though. It's You're going to make me wear a singlet when I did the challenge. I haven't shaved. I haven't even trimmed my neck. You can at least wear a we shirt even said, underneath. We even, we even said, hey, you can trim your neck and your cheeks if you have to for work. And I have gone coming on on, on uh, next week would okay, be three let, weeks. Let's be real, though. No, it has been three weeks. This is the third week because next week would be the last week. And then the week after that, I can shave. Let, so, let, let's be real, though. All right. You kind of want to wear it still. No, I don't. You kind of okay. do, though. I want to. Okay, I would I mean, wear it in the comfort of my own home because I want to no, see how big it is on me. I, but I do not want to go in public in it. All right, fine. I will give. Uh, all right. Here's. All right. Here's a deal that I will make with you. Okay. Okay. We gotta at least take a picture of you wearing the singlet so we can put it on our podcast page. We can do a compare, like a picture of you in your singlet, like like a picture of you lifting, and then a picture of me like doing a fake squat in my house wearing the singlet, and then we can say who wore it better, and we can put a poll on it so our for, for our fans can pick who can wear your singlet better, and uh, it has to be your singlet because that's what would be funny about it. Uh, well, obviously, yeah. All right. But so- if we're gonna do that, then then I should be able to do like some sort of like beard trimming. Then no, you still got you what? still. No, you still. I'm still wearing a singlet though. At the end of the day, you still gotta. Yeah, but you've made it this far, and honestly, I give you shit about the patchiness, but it's actually a lot of people can't pull off patchy. For whatever fucking reason, patchy looks good on you. You know what? It's because it's all I have. (laughs) There's (laughs) nothing else to work with. (laughs) This is as good as gonna get. I probably will. Honestly, I probably will will trim my neck and my my cheeks today because just keep the goatee after everything's all said. I'm going to. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it up when it goes up to like right about here. Yeah, about right a little bit past where the mouth line would go. Yeah, I'm gonna let it kind of grow up here, kind of like a kind of like a Tony Stark almost, but not as cool. I'm, I'm basically just shaving my and sideburns and my neck, and that's it, and my cheeks. But I'm leaving the stash, and I'm leaving the chin and the soul patch. I'm going to leave it all, and I'm going to let that just keep growing. Which I, ta- I was talking to my hairstylist about it, and I I let her know. I said, hey, um, two things. One, yes, I am aware that I have really patchy beards. So don't bring it up because <laughs> everyone fucking brings it up. <laughs> two, I told her, I said, be careful. Don't make sh- no, don't shave any of it off. Um, oh, God. Because I I'm wish she would have slipped. I wish she would have. No, because no, I've had, I've had, I've had, uh, I've had a hairstylist before in the past come in and they like, Meh. yeah, and they trim my sideburns and I'm like, oh, I was actually growing those out, but okay, no problem, um, yeah, and and they've and they've done that before, but now it's uh, where know. do you, where do you go again? Um, so ba- I used to go to this one girl, uh, and I used to and I used to spend a fuck ton of money. I used to go to this place in La Jolla, of uh, course, because because they would give you a compliment, they would give you complimentary beer. And they would like would like massage your neck and put a hot towel on your face. The whole shebang. For me, like I don't like I don't like you know I'm not a big um, spa guy. Like I don't go to spas all the times like that. But like when I get my haircut, that's the one thing I like. I don't mind spending money on because mm-hmm. I like the conversation. I like getting the the massage and 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 on my neck and getting the hot towel. To me, that's like I do that once a month, and it is like my like relax my thirty minutes where I get to relax. Mm-hmm. But the lady that I used to get my haircut, she left that place. And I had her email, and I emailed her, hey, you know, you, you do so well with my hair. You know my hair. 
where'd you go? And I didn't hear back from her and I really need a haircut. So Jess was like, Hey, um, I have this girl named Tiffany. She's really cool. She, she works in PB. So you're like, you're like, we're like right in the same neighborhood. Uh, you should go see her. So I text her and we got in and she was just super chill and literally 30 bucks. I'm in, I'm out less than an hour, 30 minutes. Boom. And she like cuts my hair super fast and super, and super nice. She does the whole, like, um, she like massages my neck, puts the hot towel on. And that's it. She's just really cool. And she remembers everything. Like I like I came back. Can and she do beards? I don't know, but I can always ask her though. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she could. Because um, I need help. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she could. Uh I'd have to I'd have to text her and ask her. But no, Jess Jess recommended to meet her. And actually I tagged her her thing. It's called um I'm looking up right now. If you guys ever need a haircut, I recommend hitting her up. She has great reviews on Yelp and everything like that too. Um, it's called B U T full bar like B E U Y O U T T E E bar beautiful bar or B U T bar. So it's, it, it, she's really cool. Um, and actually I think I, I think I tagged her. Yeah, I have right here. I tagged her in the thing. She actually follows us on, um, she, her thing follows us too. Oh, nice. Yeah, and we follow her. So if you go under our followers, it's under BUT Bar. Uh, Tiffany does amazing work. She's cut my hair multiple times. She's done Jess's hair and stuff like that. She does really good work, and she's super chill. And you drop how much? It was like thirty bucks, and then um, well, it's thirty bucks for like a haircut, and I usually tip her like ten dollars, so it's usually forty bucks. Yeah, which sounds about right. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, obviously for beards, actually, maybe you might need to go to a barber for a beard. Yeah, probably because they'll be able to actually trim it and actually have like stuff to like groom your beard yeah plus and they probably won't charge you like 20 30 bucks i don't know how much you would charge but yeah barber i mean beard trim is like 15 bucks yeah they ain't cheat no that's why i have that one blade i literally have a thing i can trim my goatee and i'll be good to go <laughs> i don't need to maintain this beautiful beard which i actually thought uh <laughs> oh my god that's what i totally forgot to mention this to you so i'm telling Tif uh, tiffany about the challenge yeah and she was like, do you want me to darken it for you? <laughs> and I was like, what? She goes, yeah, I can fill it out for you. And I was like, what does that mean? She goes, I can dye your, 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 uh, I can dye your facial hair right now. And I was like, and she explained to me that, um, a lot of guys are, are like dishwater blondes when they grow out their beard, it yeah. never looks full because their hair is so light. Mm -hmm. And that's my thing. It's, I have hair on my face, but it's super light. So it doesn't seem thick. So she said that she, her um, her husband had to do a photo for something, I think for a wedding, and he had like a like really patchy beard. So she went in and dyed it and filled it out for him so it looked okay, looked better. So he took a photo. And she was like, yeah, she goes, by before the, when you do your end of the month photo for your No Shade November, she goes, you can come in and I can fill it out for you so it looks better and it looks darker. And you can take your photo and it'll, it'll look more legit. And I was like... Uh, she goes, just think about it. <laughs> if you want to let me know. And I was like, I feel like that's kind of cheating. It is cheating. I even thought about buying oil that you put. I also uh, saw the stuff on beerclub.com or something like that. I actually, I, I need to go on to, so it's like oil. It's like a stuff that you put on your face and it's supposed to help fill out the patchiness. There's this company that, uh, that own or co-owner, uh, is a power lifter, top power lifter. And it's called Buffalo Beard Company. Okay. I think I've seen this. And I think I told you about it. It's like a two-ounce tin and like a one-ounce bottle. 
uh, like balm and oil for like 30 bucks. Both of those things for 30 bucks. When normally, like for both of those, some companies charge like double that. That's pretty cool. So I need, I need to look into getting that stuff. So anyone out there that has a beard, Buffalo Beard Company. And Instagram, I believe it's at Buffalo Beard Co. Or something like that. You know what? You know what we can do? We can post like a, a recent post from them and post it on our Instagram and tag them in it. Yep. They're not a sponsor, but we no, give them a shout out. But uh, for keeping Nick's I, beard I saw, nice and full. I saw. Well, no, I haven't used it yet, but I need to get in. I need to get some. But I saw the actual uh, lifter. His name's Luigi Fagiani. Mm-hmm. Strong as hell. That's pretty cool. Like stupid shit. He, I think he deadlifted. I think it was like eight fifty something. That my competition in Phoenix, he was there. Oh wow. He's eight man sponsored. So yeah, he's strong as hell. Is that the goal? Is it get sponsored by eight man? Like if you had to pick any company to get sponsored from? Honestly, I well the one that I'm like that's how because essentially in the world so like for comedians to get money you have to work at clubs and work at weekends, right, which we talked right. about that when you asked me about the headliner that was there. Yeah. But for powerlifters i mean how do you guys make money besides like it's it's all about sponsors right sponsors and like social media pretty much yeah just networking and i mean a lot of these guys own their own gyms so that's how they make but see a lot of them like uh, another guy um dominic uh super heavyweight uh one of the top super heavyweights he do he he works in construction when he's not competing or training. That's actually perfect. You know, so lift heavy shit. You you would think, but you work all day, and then you go to train. Like at that point, it's all like mental strength. Cause like after you get done with work, you don't want to do jack shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, yeah, that's how I'm feeling him, right now. Yeah, it's, it's like I, I'm tired, and uh, all I can think about is all the stuff I have to do today. Well, and, and see, I'm also thinking about getting into uh, the carpenters union. The what? Carpenters Union. For carpeting? Yeah. Like, you want to be a carpenter? Yeah. I think you'd be good at it. But uh, Sarah was like, you know, you got to think about, you know, are you going to be, you know, really tired? You know, it's going to be kind of... Would you leave what you're doing now to just be a carpenter? To... Wait, what do you mean? Leave what I'm doing now. Like, leave doing the, uh, the, the night job for... Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely, because like in the carpenters union, just like any other union, they give you a list of jobs that are going on. Mm-hmm. And depending on how long that job lasts, that's how long you'll have a job for until the next one starts. Okay, so you're literally going to become an independent contractor. You're just working job to job, more or less. Who uh, who told me that? I was I was getting I got business advice from one of my regulars, and he was saying that um, you should get uh, and he like offered me a job at his company, and like I thought about taking it, but I just couldn't. I just not I just School is too important to me right now to right, focus right. on dropping the restaurant stuff to move to an administrative job and where I'm working in an office with potential like move up and stuff like that. You know, making and actually it would have been decent pay for my first time ever doing an office job. But yeah. school to me is just too important. I just, I just want to finish so bad. I want to have that. And it's so weird because, you know, people nowadays are like, you don't need college like to do anything with with all the sources that we have available but it's, to you, it's good to have it though. it's good to have it and honestly like i i got wrapped up in that whole yeah i don't need college but now i'm thinking about it, it's like i it's not that i need it i just want that diploma just to say i did it just to have that life experience saying i got my degree so that's why i'm doing it 
oh, so I just want to get out of the restaurant industry. And I feel like when I have my degree, I'll have more doors open for me to do something that's not a restaurant so I can focus on comedy, work during the day, et cetera, et cetera. But he was telling yeah. me that what a lot of people like to do is they buy business license through San Diego, which is a couple hundred bucks. You become an independent, essentially an independent contractor, not, sent, not, not in the sense of like construction, but like you can be like a consultant and you can work through, as companies and you get paid as almost as a, and like essentially they pay you as a company, not as a person. Mm-hmm. So, and that helps with taxes and stuff like that. So I may be looking yeah. to something, something like that or just Google it like look maybe or find, uh, or if you have any buddies in the gym that, that do that, ask them what they do. Yeah. A lot of guys, they own companies, but essentially they're, there's also guys that just kind of freelance they're independent contractors and you know, Hey, Nick's really good at laying down tile. I'm going to bring Nick in. You do that portion of the job. You get that money. Once the tile is done, you're done. Yeah. So that'd be cool. My uh, my brother in law owns a construction company in Ventura, and he's working day in and day out. But he makes pretty good money though. Well, and see, my my stepdad is uh, part of the laborers union. So oh, there you go. You got you got it right there. You got firsthand experience on on someone that can guide you through that well, transition. And he even said, like, if I were to pick which one to get into, um, he said. Uh, carpenters, because I'll be making more money than what he's making. Nice, and you pretty much be the closest thing to Jesus. Jesus was a carpenter. <laughs> I am Jesus. Yeah, with the lisp at the end. Yes, I'm Jesus. I'm Jesus. See, I can never do the lisp. That's the one accent I can never do. <laughs> I can never do the gay lisp. Stop it. Yeah. That's so silly. Alrighty, and we're gonna end. <laughs> we're gonna end on the yeah, we, kind we, of a, not not a new segment, but it's something that I heard and I thought was really fun <laughs> to do. So I kind of want to start doing it. It's a fun fact of the day, and today's fun fact. It's kind of boring, actually. I'm kind of disappointed in this fun fact, but I thought, fuck it, we'll just try it. What is it? The dot above the I is called a title. That's dumb. Find something else. All right, let's Google. Let's Google something. You know. <laughs> F that app. We're going to go on Google and we're going to use Google's. I'm feeling I, that, curious. That, that, yeah, that was a terrible. What are the states that border Lake Erie? I don't know. Lake Erie is bordered by the state of Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and New York, and the province of Ontario. Ontario. Lake Ontario is bordered by the state of New York and the province of, of uh, Ontario. Huh. Why can't there be anything good? Is there anything good? Or is no, it all just I, crap? I I keep just getting like really. Oh, here we go. Here, here here's something that's kind of related because I'm in the restaurant business, so this is actually kind of interesting <laughs> to me. Why is Cobb salad named that? I don't know. The answer is various stories of how the salad was invented exist. One say that it came about in the 1930s at the Hollywood Brown Derby restaurant, where it became a signature dish. It is named for the restaurant's uh, owner, Robert Howard Cobb. Huh. The cop salad. Cop salads are pretty good. I fuck with a good cop salad. I'd go vegetarian for cop salads. Problem though is, cop salads come with bacon. How's that a problem? Because I couldn't get it with bacon. If I if I if I was a vegetarian, but I am also respectful of cultures and traditions, and I got a salad with bacon on it, and I got it kept the bacon on because I didn't want to offend the owner, uh, rest in peace, Robert Howard Cobb. <laughs> For his salad that he invented, that was a signature dish. Would I be? Would I? Would I get a pass? No. Fuck vegetarians. <laughs> Guys, don't give any leeway. 
Alrighty, well no, that was. I I got a I got a fun fact. Ooh, what's your fun fact? Is it monkeys masturbating or is it an actual real fun fact? Never mind. Let's end this. <laughs> no, what is it? What's your fun fact? Um, shit, I had it. No, I can't remember now. God Jeez, damn it! You have such short-term memory loss. Shut up. Even though that's true, fuck off. <laughs> Alrighty, well that's uh, that's another week in the bag. We're oh by the way, I don't know if you realize this. This is episode ten. We're now hitting double yep. digits. Yep. Now the goal is to hit triple digits. Uh, what's going on for ne- since next week's Thanksgiving? We probably won't record next week. Um, if we do, it'd probably be either earlier than er- it'd probably be either earlier in the week or it'd be later on in the week. If not, we'll we'll figure we'll be back out. the week after. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll but, let you guys. You guys will know. Um, yeah. But if we don't, uh, guys, have a good Thanksgiving. Yep. Eat some Peace. turkey. <laughs> uh, don't be a fucking vegetarian. <laughs> don't be a fucking puss. Eat some turkey. Get some of that meat in your Eat. mouth. <laughs> Wash it down with gravy. Oh my god. Also, side note: that fuck also, cranberry sauce. That also. Oh, you're stepping on. I'm some. not a fan of cranberry sauce. No, no, I don't fuck with that. E. I don't know if we can be friends. If you put it on something. I will eat it, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna scoop from that giant wiggly gelatin on the <laughs> middle of the table that everyone's fucking killing each other for. Any more cranberry sauce? I'm over here like fuck you guys. I'm, I'm not like, having any cranberry sauce. Now see, okay, actually I gotta ask, what is the uh, like? You know how some people have an order of exactly what they go through as far as Thanksgiving dinner, like what they start with, what they end with. Yeah. What is your order? Like what I what I get first. Like what do you get first? Yeah. So what I do is I like going back multiple times, but I do oh, smaller yeah, plates. So I I I I I pace. I'm not a sprinter when it comes to eating food. I don't just get. Bro, it's Thanksgiving. Pa- you get you gotta fucking. Sprint. So I do. I go at least two. I go back at least two three times. Um. So my order is first one. I get the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. I do I do small bits of each. I do mashed potatoes and gravy. Mm-hmm. I do stuffing. Mm-hmm. I'll do turkey. Usually try to go for more of that dark meat. Yeah. Or I try or at, when we're at my family's Dude, house, turkey I, legs. I always steal the turkey legs. Oh yeah. I oh, always yeah. go. Who's getting this? No one. Okay, I'm taking it. <laughs> and I put it on my plate. Uh, I do. Uh, my mom makes loves making yams with mat- marshmallows on top of it. Can't stand yams. I fuck. I don't know. I, I, I Dude, didn't like them. I can't. Do I did it. not like them until finally I tried it. My mom. I, I have to bring you some. My mom. Well, I can't bring you some. I'm not going home. But my mom <laughs> makes it really good. She does it like brown sugar, butter, and and uh, marshmallow. It's more like a. It tastes more like a dessert. But I'll get some of that, and then um, yeah, I kind of I stick to that. I don't get the potato salad or anything like that because I don't like it. Yeah. Um, I do that, and then I do I do like one or two rolls right there in the center. So I do almost like a platter, like almost like a, like if okay. you. Like a like a like a Bob Ross style, like with the paints on the <laughs> paints on the tray, but I put everything and then I kinda just such, Oh and corn so, and such green beans. Happy little mashed potatoes. Yeah, corn and green beans I'll throw on there too if they're there. So I throw the veg in and then I eat everything. And then when I go back the second time, that's when I really start really just being fat. I do mashed potato, I do uh stuffing and I do meat. So the first portion will have more like the veg on there, but the second time around, just the fats. Just the fucking, just the most disgusting thing ever. And then the third time, just bread. I'll go and I'll sneak a roll. And then I ended off with a big, I mean, a big extra large slice pumpkin pie. If they don't have pumpkin pie, I fucking leave. I go buy pumpkin pie and then I come back. (laughs) You have Thanksgiving dinner with no pumpkin pie. Okay. So here's. What's your order? 
And mine is basically I'll go at least at least two or three times, but each plate is the exact same because I don't fuck around on Thanksgiving. Okay. So you don't do what I do, where you where you get the you get everything, find out what you like, go back and only get that. You Ooh. load up each time. Right from the get go. You ever done multiple Thanksgivings in one day? Oh yeah. I did that one year. I went to three. I slept for a solid twelve hours afterwards. Yeah, I which by seven, felt amazing. I usually <laughs> when I do the multiple days, I do. Um, that's when I do only do one plate, mm-hmm. and by one plate, I mean it's a big plate. It's not like a oh, I'm being modest. I fucking load up. <laughs> then I I give myself an hour break. Right. I eat. Okay. Hour break. I go back and and when it's multiple houses, I don't drink. If I do, it's yeah. wine. I don't drink beer because that makes room for not the good food. So my order. And what I what I put on the plate first, stuffing. Oh yes, can't wait for stuffing. Stuffing, mashed potatoes. I put gravy over both the mashed potatoes and the stuffing. Whoa, revolutionary! I gotta yeah, try that this right. year. Right, it, it's fucking the off. Nick Dorian special. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll put, I, I gotta do the green beans at least once. Uh, if not, then someone's gonna bitch at me. You need your vegetables. Yeah, so, that's why I do it first. So I, if there's room on the plate, I'll put those on there. If not, I'll I'll put them on the second time around. But I throw corn on top of the mashed potatoes, gravy, and stuffing. Of course, like, of course. Just kind of sprinkle it. Nice you know, little garnish. A little garnish on top of that. I'll. So I don't know if it's just me, but I've always thought one turkey leg is always bigger than the other. I do. I agree. So one leg is always thicker than the other. Yeah. One's like half the meat gets taken off. Yeah. So I like analyze which one is bigger and I take that one. I can see you just standing over the turkey <laughs> raising your eyebrow, like looking with your with your with your finger on your chin, your index finger, and you're just pondering. I, and I can see someone being like, Nick, are you gonna progress? You're like, Shh, I'm analyzing the legs. <laughs> which one's gonna get me the most ounces of dark meat? Hmm. So I do that. I take the bigger one. Put it on there. So let's see. That's stuffing, mashed potatoes, gravy, corn, turkey. And then I'll grab, if there's rolls, I'll grab like three pieces of bread. And that's plate one. And then basically every plate is like that from here on out. Nice. Except the third plate because at that point there's more white meat. So I'll have to mix the dark meat and the white meat. That's when you're going to have to go to survival mode. Yeah. And you're going to be like, fuck, i got to put some of this white meat. God damn it. You ever done a... a but I try to get some of the skin just so it kind of tastes like dark meat a little <laughs> bit. You're like, I gotta, how am I going to mask the taste of this dry white meat? God okay, damn skin, it. gravy, more dark meat on top of it. Uh, I love, like, the only thing I always make sure, even if I go to people's houses, they're always like, do you want to take some food to go? I'm like, fuck yeah. I brought my own Tupperware, bitches. <laughs> like, Was that a question? I'm prepared. I, rhetorical question? Yeah, of course I'm bringing leftovers. It was the point of going to Thanksgiving. I did it one year. I was like, nah, no leftovers. The next day, I literally was like, oh my God, turkey stuffing sandwich would be bomb right now. And I'm like, right. I didn't bring any stuffings. And I had to go all the way to mom's house, raid her fridge, which by then, by like <laughs> one o'clock, they've already raided it, those fucking savages. They're like, oh, you should have. You see this giant empty car- uh, uh, carcass, and I'm just like picking through it. Like, like. <laughs> just little pieces that you can find. I'm like, come on, there's gotta be. It's all white meat, so you're like eating uh, it, but you're like hating yourself for it. You're like, oh my God. I'm like, so there's angry. no more dark meat. You find that one piece of dark meat, and you just like savor it. You're just like, you're like licking it. You're like, you're like, oh, the dark meat. I need this. 
my god. White meat or dark meat? Um, dark. Uh, is that a rhetorical fucking question? Dark meat, please. Always Load dark. up. Don't be. Come on, Aunt Karen. Put it on there. <laughs> Dropping names right now. <laughs> I know. What I want to. Uh, god damn it, Aunt Karen. Come on, Karen. Put more meat on there. I'm a growing man. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> I can see, I can see you being the one that's like, anyone gonna eat this turkey? Nope. And you just grab by the leg and just lift it up. Yep. Uh, the dude. bet do next. Uh, what you gotta do is uh, if you bring leftovers, mm-hmm. bring one of each. Take a bowl. Um. Rip the biscuit in half, or the or the or the uh, roll, uh-huh. and put the bottom of your bowl. Like make that the base. Yeah. And then pop in the microwave or like pop in the oven while you're getting everything all prepped. Pull it out and then like the bread's gonna be all nice and warm and soft. And then you put your uh, mashed potatoes. You put your stuffing. Jesus. Then then you lay down the turkey on top of it. And then like if you want to put green beans or whatever, I don't recommend it. This is like a meat. This is just like fatty meat bowl. You put a bunch of meat on top of it, white or dark. Um, and then you take the gravy, which you heat up. And then you take all that and you put that all back in the oven so it all warms up together. Mm-hmm. So everything's all nice and hot. And then you take the gravy and then you just pour the gravy over so it. So actually, and I you just w- fill the bowl. It's like filling a bowl of cereal, but with milk, but with gravy. So I, I want to propose something. So on our uh, Instagram page, Power Comedy Podcast, mm-hmm. I want any one of our listeners send in your best looking plate from Thanksgiving. DM, DM it to us. Best looking plate. Either DM it or tag us in it at or tag us in it, podcast yeah. or hashtag power comedy uh, feast or thing like that PC yeah. feast. Well, anything, anything that will indicate to us that we're doing it. We know what we should do. We should make a Twitter. We got to make a Twitter for our, our power comedy we'll post do that, so yeah. our fans can, can can get to us better. But yeah, because I want to see how creative you fuckers can get with your plates. Yeah, and then Nick and I will will post our plates, and then we'll do it. We need to start making merch, dude. We need well, before we start making merch, we need to get just mic arms to hold our mics so we don't have to hold them. Sort of more <laughs> legit. But yeah, I want to see them plates. Yeah, lift those plates. We're not talking about forty-five pound plates. We're talking about lifting those turkey plates. No, I'm gonna load my shit to where it feels like a forty-five pound plate. <laughs> it's like Nick, why are you curling two plates of food? Cause I gotta make sure I look pumped for today. <laughs> The only curling thing I'm doing is my plates. Right. All righty. Well, I think uh, that's a wrap on the Thanksgiving. Uh, guys, have a good Thanksgiving. Yep. Uh, we'll let you know if we record next week. If not, you'll see us active on Instagram. Be checking out our our giant major turkey bowls and our turkey plates. Yep. Um, if you guys do anything fun, let us know. Until then, we'll catch you guys later. Later.